Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing podcast series. This episode is part of a special series on tax analytics topics and solutions for our clients. On today's episode, we will be discussing artificial intelligence and machine learning and the benefits tax departments and our clients can realize from incorporating these tools into their business. My name is Ben Brewer, and joining me today is Dr. Berg, a principal and the PwC Advanced Tax Analytics and Innovation Leader, and Brian Burt, a principal in the Transfer Pricing Practice and the Global Transfer Pricing Analytics Leader. Dr. Berg, I think a lot of people might initially feel overwhelmed when hearing about AI and machine learning, and especially when it comes to applying them in a tax function. Can you explain what is AI and machine learning and help demystify this topic for our listeners? Sure. So AI applications typically are aggregation of several technologies that basically mimics human behavior, how to react, how to decide, how to recommend, and sometimes actually provide decision-making. So it's not just a single algorithm. It's typically built on uh, artificial intelligence algorithms that are then getting into machine learning. So these are not fixed. Like when you run, for instance, a regression analysis, we always get the same result. These algorithms are adapting and learning over time. That's really uh, the most common way of explaining AI. Uh, so today we use Excel spreadsheet for sorting, storing, and so forth. But much more advanced text analytics can be achieved when you start using AI algorithms. Are there ways that AI and machine learning has already become commonplace in our day-to-day -day lives? Absolutely. Most people interact with machine learning on a daily basis. It goes from simple things like uh, predictive texting that actually takes your user patterns and the way you putting sentences and word structures together. And then when you start typing the word and in your text or email, it then pops up and suggests what the, what the next word should be. That's adaptive learning. It's, you also have the algorithms inside Google. So when I sit on my laptop and search for a keyword or a key phrase, I will get a totally different response based on previous searches than another person will do on their laptops. That was rolled out several years ago by Google. So basically, voice recognitions in your phones, Alexa, Bixby, for instance, from Amazon, Siri from Apple, all of these systems that we now interact with are using machine learning to adapt to our behavior. Brian, shifting to you for a second, I understand that you're helping develop platforms at PwC for AI and machine learning that can benefit our clients. Can you talk about some of the tax areas that you think can benefit from these tools? Sure, Ben, absolutely. PwC is investing significantly tax-wide in machine learning to help identify risks and opportunities for our clients. If you think about what Dr. Berg was talking about and the progression of technology, you know, historically most of the work that we've done as advisors is really around descriptive analytics to try to understand what has happened in the past or predictive analytics to understand what's likely to happen using the modeling and you know, trend analysis. What we're trying to do with some of the advanced analytics and, and AI solutions that we're developing is to enhance prescriptive analytics, to use models that will help determine the best course of action for our clients. And that's really a fundamental shift from you know, where we have been in the past. In the past, our analyses were, were constrained by either time pressures or computing power. And I think that you know, those constraints are being mitigated to some degree by, by these emerging AI technologies that Dr. Berg mentioned. So one specific example of leveraging these emerging technologies to help give clients better advice is the use of analytics technologies to analyze products on a per SKU, per legal entity basis. Historically, from a transfer pricing perspective, we, 
we would generally look at the largest products and the largest markets because the amount of data that would need to be analyzed to look at all SKUs and all markets was just too great to handle with traditional computing power. That dynamic has shifted dramatically, and we now have you know, solutions that allow companies to analyze on, at a much more granular level per SKU results per legal entity, and, and obviously that helps companies manage their risk, make sure that policies are being implemented properly, look for opportunities for planning or other synergistic benefits. No, that's that's interesting. And, and Brian, I understand that tax authorities are starting to use these tools in, in audit processes or, or otherwise. You know, in, in what ways do you think that they, tax authorities are going to be implementing these tools, and, and what should clients know about how this may impact them? Yeah, that's a great point. We, we know that tax authorities around the world have invested in advanced analytics and, and AI uh, capabilities. You know, those capabilities can be used for risk scoring certain transactions or, or certain companies to audit, um, and it will help them direct what type of audit they want to, to, um, to ha have with specific companies. So we're seeing a shift in the audit approach from tax authorities, and they're starting to hone in much more on single issues and, and single transactions, leveraging some of these emerging technologies. And I fully expect that trend to continue as technology becomes more sophisticated. Interesting. And, and Berg, I understand that you're working on a few projects that PwC is, is doing internally using these tools. Can you speak to, to how PwC is implementing AI and machine learning? Absolutely. We have several applications under development in my team. Uh, so one would be for time and expenses, for example. It's uh, some of just simple logic for tax benefits. Or if uh, one of our staffers goes out and buys uh, $60, $70 worth of Dunkin' Donuts, we've probably figured out that very few of our employees uh, consume $60 worth of donuts. So while that might be in a T&E expense set up as a meals and entertainment, in reality it's what we call diminished fringe which is 100% tax deductible versus 50% because he probably bought the stack of donuts for his team. Uh, so once we detect that that was bought at Dunkin' Donuts, later on we automatically detect in the future that if it goes to Krispy Kreme, that, also, that same rule also applies. The system learns from it. And then we get major tax benefits from it by looking at each individual transaction and classify it based on time, vendor, amount, location. And then machine learning extends it to similar vendors. So that's one thing we're building. Uh, we also have abnormality detection. Uh, for instance, if a person frequently flies international, a $2,000 ticket might be commonplace. But for most employees, that would be a very abnormal, abnormal expense. But maybe it was supposed to be a $200 ticket and somebody fat-fingered it and made it 2000 by mistake. So those are the sort of things we also use for abnormality detection. So in other words, we're looking for typical baseline's behavior for a certain period. And one of our staffers might be on the project that if I have to fly twice a month international travel, and then we use that to kind of take out the false positives. 2,000 is normal for this individual, while for another individual is abnormal. So this is kind of abnormality detection in time and expenses. It saves us a lot of time and also take, takes out a lot of auditing and also not pestering people with things that are normal behavior. Another example would be we are using, right now we're using Watson from IBM products, and we're looking at text inside uh, different timesheets and time codes to determining how it should be built and what really was occurring during that work period. And that system has a pretty good accuracy. We got initially a 64% accuracy of building classification, and we're now striving into the 80s and 90 percentile correctness, which is about as good as what a human does. So 
is basically taking out repetitive tasks and then deploying it into technology that we can leverage, not just for PwC internal, but also for our clients and, and bring new products to market. No, definitely. So, Brian, what would you recommend to our clients that are interested in incorporating these tools into their tax functions? What, I mean, what should be their first steps be, and, and what level of familiarity would you recommend that tax professionals have with uh, these AI and machine learning tools? Great question, Ben. PwC currently helps many clients determine a strategy when it comes to developing tax analytics capabilities, including AI and machine learning. I guess I would recommend reaching out to either myself or Dr. Berg or your contact in our tax practice. We can assist companies in developing tax analytics roadmap. We can uh, look at the variety of solutions that are available in the marketplace and determine which of those solutions may be applicable to a particular company or a particular set of problems. I guess I would also mention that, you know, we're not saying that tax professionals have to become computer science experts, but I do think that raising our awareness of this topic and the, t the tools that are available in the marketplace right now is an important part of being a tax professional in today's world. These platforms are already being used in tax and will only continue to become more prevalent. So again, you know, feel free to reach out to either myself or Dr. Berg, and we're happy to, to talk to you about these tools as they evolve. Thank you and, and to Berg for participating and for everybody who has listened to this episode. This episode is part of a larger series on tax analytic solutions, so please check out the other episodes in the series and be sure to stay tuned for future episodes as well. If you would like further information about these topics, please email the participants whose email addresses can be found in the description of the episode.